needs improvement. On this episode, I talk with Randy McDonald, a co-worker of mine, and I love talking to Randy on and off microphone because she's just really honest and candid, um, and I know that I can speak with her and speak my mind and she is not going to be offended and also she is going to speak her mind and be honest back with me, which I think sometimes is missing from some conversations. So this is an interesting one. We talk about therapy and having a kid and money and I think it's really awesome and you will enjoy. We're here with the lovely Randy McDonald, my coworker, and sometimes friend, although I'm not sure she loves me as much today. Uh, what I really love about Randy is she's uh, not afraid to keep it real. She's not afraid to talk about the personal stuff. Is that right, Randy? You could say that. And thanks, Erica, for having me on your podcast. Well, uh, truly, <laughs> it's a favor for me. So... Before we get into some of the deeper life topics, I'm going to ask you a few questions to kind of let the people get to know you. So the first one, deceptively hard, I think. What is your favorite emoji? Um, That is kind of hard because I have two. One is the hand on the chin, the hmm. I like that. And the other one is the eye roll, like, to the sky. Yeah, I think uh, that one I use quite a lot. I feel like I send that one to you quite a lot, maybe. Um, Okay, next question. If you could not work for a year, what would you do? Travel, for sure, hands down. I love to travel and I don't do so as much anymore. Um family-wise and financially. Mhm. <laughs> Just don't get to travel as much. So for sure if I wasn't working, I would be I don't know what country I'd be in, but somewhere outside of the US. Maybe Italy, who knows. All over. Do you prefer comfortable travel or like getting down into it, seeing the culture? travel oh I feel like sometimes when you're getting down into it and seeing the culture uh your lodging might be in question (laughs) depending on where you are and I very much like to sleep comfortably so I like kind of the resort style amenities which is more touristy Mm -hmm. which I understand but taking a day out to go see the culture is cool too what is your proudest accomplishment to date? Um, kicking ass at being a mom. I feel like I've been kind of thrown into that, and I feel like I've been balancing it fairly well. And also, I think you could agree, being in real estate, it's not easy, and people think it's HGTV, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of work. And five years later, I'm still here, so... This is my longest job. <laughs> Mine too. Mine too. Also my longest job. Uh, and it's just starting to pay off, actually. <laughs> right. 
Okay. What do you wish you spent less time doing? Procrastinating and worrying. Yeah. That. If I have an hour to do something, I'll find out a way to procrastinate for 45 minutes. Well, we were supposed to start this podcast at so. 1, and I showed up at one fifteen, And I think we started at, like, one fifty. But you know what? That On Randy and Erica time, that is, like, not even that bad. If I would have had to bet how this was going to go, it would have been worse. For sure. Okay, let's let's pick one more. I've got a few here. Um, Keep them tense, but it's like, what talent or potential do you have that is not fully realized at your but. current job? Yeah, pretty much. No. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yes. I did a lot in my younger years. Yeah. <laughs> Edit out my name. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, honestly. Yeah. Well, it makes sense to me. I don't know if it makes sense to no, people not in real arrested. estate, but yeah. I mean, you kind of get pigeonholed a little bit. Um, and I think sometimes you have to pretend. Fake it till you make it, Randy. That's what they say a lot. And I don't so think cliche, either of us are very good at faking it. So, so cliche. But it's, it's so, I just feel like <laughs> if anyone it, has a million dollar I house totally that they want to sell, I mean. That life uh once i think you'd be honest <laughs> about these questions so have you ever shoplifted <laughs> you went through a shoplifting phase <laughs> i think a lot of people did okay, i well, didn't so... <laughs> uh have you ever been arrested okay well that's that's good okay this one I think is hard, um, and I'll leave my it here, but account? there are some good ones on here. What would the title um, of your autobiography be? Um, I want to be more organized. I can't say I am fully invested <laughs> in improving that, I, I think, but I want to be more organized with just my schedule, my life, my desk, my everything. Yeah, I mean, and I think I think you do. Of a lot of people I know, you, in general, my quality of you relationships. Do just friendships included out there uh (laughs) okay so now that i feel like we know you a little bit better i certainly do what are the top three things that you are trying to improve in Mm -hmm. your life this year Mm. right so Right. So I a little over a year. Hmm. Well, I yes. think money. That's yeah. that's something you and I have talked about a lot. And I think what's unique about our industry a little bit is that it's a lot more okay <laughs> to talk about money than most people's jobs. I mean, 
I have a pretty good idea what everyone in our office makes. We have awards based on how much money we make each year. So I think that's a little unusual, but I find it freeing. I think you can have a lot more productive sure. I'm very conversations right about now. My bettering mom has yourself been helping me out the last five months, so we basically have like a live-in nanny. <laughs> love my mom, but still, so, I mean, that's what she's been I here know. for, so that and has freed up a lot. That you had a baby um, how long ago? But prior to and after she leaves, Time yeah, it's going to be a challenge and, and then with that, that comes financial your financial it's like okay well if i want to continue to have not. my come and go freedom at what <laughs> how much is that so our cost job me? we wow. only get paid when we close houses uh you don't get paid for showing up and so has that been difficult re mm-hmm. yeah. refiguring yeah. your life <laughs> to be able to still right i guess if you don't need houses. money then sure work whatever the heck you want but if you need it, you got to be available. Yeah. Right. It was hard even taking the past two days off for my birthday. I mean, people are still hitting me up. I actually turned my out of the office email on. How often do you turn your out of the office email on? Exactly. This is probably one of the first times I've had to do that. Yeah. Just to let people know, don't bother me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they still came through, you know, but I'm just, if for the first time in a very long time, I actually tried to detach these want, last few days. There's also a downside to being able to work mm-hmm. whenever you want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And in this mm-hmm. market, we have to be available on short notice, and that's not necessarily easy with a child. Oh. We have individual ones and what we both want to bring to the table. And then as a whole, we have like combined. I don't even know how to turn it on, Randy. I don't know where it is. So, Uh, I'm sure looking around, it might be similar. Did it work? (laughs) But yes, ours is also individually 150K. And then we have that broken down by how many. It's buy, hard. sell transactions and whatnot. You know, we have to do, of course, and average sales prices. And we did the whole so business planning and do you? So you are part of a partnership pretty, this year. Extensive. Do you and Kayla have joint goals or individual goals or no both for financial? We are not. Um, we had a very slow start to the year. I feel like mm-hmm. right now we're actually in rhythm. There's more we could be doing. Um, Do you feel comfortable sharing your financial goal for the year? Yeah, we had a slow start. Yeah, I mean, mine's on the wall. I got nothing to hide in my office. Yeah, because you've had some awesome stuff coming up. Are you on track for the year? <laughs> yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did too. Um, right. 
it's no, it that's something that that's I'm finding statement. very stressful kind right of now. How slow my year has been, despite uh, my current business, which is quite good. Yeah, but it it's been slow, and I think in this business certainly, and I'm sure it's the same for a lot of people. You project a certain mm-hmm. image, but right. when I have been going around based on your award category, I both perceive as very successful and who are very yeah. financially successful, I'm surprised when I hear the same story that you know they're stressed about money and that they're worried that their business isn't fast enough or that they've had to put stuff on their credit card because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's someone in our office who yeah. you know who is uh quite successful, and we've we've talked pretty extensively, and their year has been just as slow. And I think it's easy to be like, well, how could you right. be struggling when you make you know I know ballpark what you make, and it's double mm-hmm. plus <laughs> double plus what I made last year, and. I think it's just sort of this universal thing that we're always like looking at other people and he's a joy, but feeling it's, like it's they must different. Have it so much better, um, or easier, or they're not struggling, or they paid their taxes yes, on time. And, and no, uh, no, I, I would say I well, a lot I don't of money really that helped did not financially. I pay guess their taxes when they were due I've this also year. Accumulated, so it's more kind debt. of a universal. Like just I don't know, getting like. Everyone wants to improve it. We're in a unique position where like that. So it's like you would think it would have helped, but change our financial. Oh, and also because I made more one year, Um, my student loan. So you've also minimum payments went up. So it's kind of funny. I thought I would be saving money because we were moving in together, and I was only taking on you know a portion of the bills. But then all my bills financially and with the burden of the kid. No, it's not that he's a burden. He's a joy. No, no, burdening joy. Mhm. Mhm. Um it's been interesting. For the most part it's been good. She's a well-behaved child and she's young enough where I feel like she's still discovering her own and doesn't really have two set of opinions. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like mm-hmm. maybe if she was a preteen or something like that it might be harder. But she's still very like heavily influenced and whatnot, so it it's, it's been fine. Like she's very helpful, and she really enjoys hanging out with the baby and helping with the baby. So it's so how it's good has that, that aspect of it? So not only do you have a newish child, your partner has a child that's new to you. How has that dynamic mm-hmm. been with the step? Pretty much, well, yeah. Stepish. I feel like usually as social as I can be, I actually, for the most part, like to be left alone. Like, I don't know if you ever get like this too, like being a social butterfly and then working with people and being on all the time. Like when I get home, I honestly like, I just want to be left alone. And I know for that, like not really putting a ton of effort recently into hanging out with my friends and keeping my word with them and I try to be a person of my word but you know if we're gonna say we're gonna have lunch this week like stop canceling so when you say that you want to improve relationships Um, 
friendships, personal relationships, and it's more or less romantic like relationships. I assume family relationships, all of them. Where this is going, um, family stuff. Most of my family moved away now, and I don't reach out to them. <laughs> I think that's me wanting to just keep to myself, but me needing to check up on family and reaching out mm-hmm. more, just in general, being more involved because I've kind of been a loner. Here and there, but not like he was recently. He's been gone because he was training. Um, but in his new position, he's coordinating like all of the mm-hmm. moves. Um, so when people get deployed, like the equipment they need, the personnel, things like that. So there might be times where he has to go and check on things. So I know, for example, like in July, he'll be in Texas for a couple weeks because there's some yeah. big move going down there. <laughs> totally I feel like I missed this I know John's been gone for a while is that going to be a regular (laughs) thing yeah I feel like as couples, you need a break sometimes, especially if you enjoy each other's company. And I would I would love to do everything with him because we honestly enjoy each other's company. But you do need a break sometimes. Uh-huh. So it's been kind of like you've um, been in a long-distance relationship. Well... It's a little deep, so I probably I don't know if it's the only child in on me, air. but that sounds sort of the part of it amazing. is the fact uh, that he was leaving like, and obviously I love my husband, but like while that's being yeah, gone, I I mean um, limited time obviously, but I find it kind of nice when he's interesting relationship without like, me, which I like is very serious that that happens, fast, but. and we've had a lot of disagreements early on, and some skeletons come out of the closet. And because of that, then with him moving, we didn't really, not moving, but leaving, we didn't really have a chance to fully resolve our issues. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of just all of this uh, coping Mm -hmm. (laughs) with a lot of different things. And then how do we communicate and try to continue to build a relationship with him being gone? And what are things going to look like when he gets back and all that stuff? So. Do you think it's been helpful? Yeah, I honestly do. And I think it's more or less, it's therapy was nothing what I thought it was going to be. But it's very much about us just drawing things from within and putting them all on the table. And mm-hmm. then improving our communication as well and how to effectively communicate without being defensive or upset. And just mm-hmm. hearing to listen, not hearing to respond, as some people say. So. It has been really, really helpful. Uh, Tim and I went very briefly to premarital counseling before we were married. Uh, and it was just like a set thing of like three sessions. And then you get like your certificate that gives you some amount of money off your marriage certificate. That's <laughs> way less money than you paid for the premarital counseling. But, mm-hmm. you know, it seemed like it could be a good idea. And I did find it even in that limited scope. It was very helpful, I thought. And I think. Just generally, um, 
I go to therapy, I'm pretty vocal about it. And within the last year, uh, at least two to three other people in my life have heard me talk about it, go to individual therapy because of that. And their mm-hmm. experience was very much the same, that it was not what they thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And they found it very helpful. So I feel like whether it's individual or couple, it can really be tailored to whatever your needs are, provided you find the person who's the right fit for you. Yeah. Was it your suggestion or John's? Uh, his. His. Which was also nice because I don't know. Well, not that I've dated so many people, but I thought it was nice that he offered to do something to mm-hmm. improve our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and to piggyback up what you said, just recently I started to go on my own as well because we have our issues and then I got my own mm-hmm. issues too, which kind of overflows into our issues as well. And then, so I just met someone for the first time on Monday for my individual self. And that was kind of funny because at the end of our session, because I see her in Minneapolis and she's like, are you on a bench somewhere? (laughs) I'm like, please don't label me as like this crazy realtor. Yeah. (laughs) Don't go bad mouthing me. She's like, no, it's okay. Everybody needs therapy. But, I mean, I see her in the Lynn Lake area, and, yes, that's where Bus Bench is. I'm like, this probably – it made sense in my head because I'm like, I'm going to be at the office, and I can easily just go up there. But I didn't think about <laughs> her seeing you around. Yeah. It's funny. I just – was we were there the other day, and I was like, oh, there's Randy and Kayla to Tim. And Tim was like, what? And he looked over, and he saw the bench, and he was like, huh, where'd that come from? I was like, dude, that's been there. You <laughs> drive by this all the time. You've never noticed. We went to the grave with that. We both agreed. Yeah. Like, even if, who knows, if Kayla and I go our separate ways or anything, whatever, we're just going to have that written, Lynn, like, this bench does not go anywhere. (laughs) It's a great bench. It's a great location. I guess my thing, my biggest thing, too, with wanting to not do something for myself was, like, I don't want someone to, like, think I'm crazy and, like, medicate me or something. Yeah. Like, that was my... Uh, hesitation with it. I was like, I don't want to be put on like depression pills or like anything like that. So like I was very vocal with my therapist with that. And I'm just like, whatever this leads to, like, and she's like, we only medicate people like if they want it. We don't pressure people to be. I'm like, I don't know how this goes because I've never been. But I'm just saying like, I know people who have been on anxiety medication and depression medication. It's just like, I don't feel like it improved their situation. So I don't know. Yeah. And, and they I, also gain a lot of weight. When I don't know if you've seen that, but every person I know who has been on depression pills, I don't know what kind they are, but like they've all blew up like a blimp. I have not seen this as much, but I have discussed this with my therapist and she insists to me that it's because <laughs> people have more of an appetite because they're not depressed and anxiety ridden anymore and that it's not actually the pills. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't know. But that was that either. was her professional <laughs> opinion because I was like, yeah. No. So you've seen it, but or I, heard of it, heard I, of it. Yeah. I mean, not like a blimp, maybe, but, you know, uh, larger, larger. Um, okay. Let's. What do you think the biggest mistake you've made in the past year was? <laughs> um. That's a good question. My biggest mistake. Hmm. 
I'm going to be totally honest. So I technically don't own my own house. I live with my boyfriend that owns his own house. We kind of moved in fast, but like I had gotten pre-approved once I found out I was pregnant with Lex to, it wasn't even for much, but it Mm -hmm. was, I could get my own townhome. And I honestly regret not doing that. A, not necessarily mad at the fact that, oh, now I live with this boyfriend at his house, but also is kind of something really important to me mm-hmm. to be my own homeowner. And even if things with my boyfriend kept the same, that could have been like an investment property or something, you know? And it's just like, I worked really hard to improve my credit and do all these things. And I had money saved and... I was ready to go, and I just kind of let all of that go. It's not too late. It's not too late, but my savings isn't where it was. Yeah. My my credit probably still should be fine, but I've, like I said, taken on some more debt. And I don't know, but it was going to be if I had it, it was for me and Lex, and that to me was something very special. Now it's like, hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just one of them. I've made a lot of mistakes this year, so. (laughs) No, I think that's interesting, though, because it's like, yeah, I get why that's important. Like, I think not that it's the same because obviously, like, you had an apartment and all that, but I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people, maybe not as modern times, but, like, parents, I think most people's parents went from, like, living with their, their parents and then living with their partner or spouse and like especially women never necessarily like had their own Mm -hmm. place and their own sense of accomplishment because you do feel accomplished when you buy a house yeah I never bought a house by myself now I'm like god damn (laughs) (laughs) but there was something very empowering you know about thinking about that and looking into it and all this then it's like well why would you get your own place you can move in with me and I have more space and I can help you and blah blah and now I'm just like it doesn't even feel like my house I'm like it's my boyfriend's house that he owns and I live mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. I mean I think you guys gotta get out of that house personally <laughs> me too girl me too it's, you. it's too far away That's way too far way too far away but I have another friend who um is now getting married and I'll have her and hopefully her husband on the podcast too. But it was very difficult for her when she was living in her then boyfriend's house because she didn't feel like it was theirs. And once they bought a house together, I think that very much went away. Like it felt like, um, you know, so maybe for you, if, you and John move forward once you buy a house together you'll have more of that feeling of like not individual accomplishment but like we did this together right and we equally contributed Mm -hmm. and got to pick things out and decided where we wanted to be got to pick things out are you gonna do a new construction no not to say like that but just houses and styles and it's not my style it's not my location it's just Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's very suburban. It's mm-hmm. it's not what I would pick out for you. I was shocked. Um okay. Let's let's pivot into something slightly less serious. Uh 
I got a lot of potential names here for this. <laughs> I don't know which one is my favorite. Tiny Troubles. Okay. Frivolous Failings. I like that. Frivolous Flaws. That one's kind of hard to say. Maybe not. Mm. But what are the small things in your life that you are working on? I know there is one maybe not so small one that you and I share. <laughs> small things that I'm working on. Mm. So since it's not serious, um, not as serious, I guess. Thanks. Cooking would be one in general, but also because we have been trying to, at least myself specifically, eat less carbs and Mm -hmm. manufactured foods in general. So trying to find meals that actually like and don't require a lot of work have been a bit of a challenge because I don't want to get sick of things. I find I found a few like staples where I'm like, okay, we can do this, you know, once a week or whatever. But like, I don't want to get sick of things. So I'm constantly trying to find new recipes that I like with minimal like ingredients prep. (laughs) That's another thing. Like I ain't got a lot of time to be doing a bunch of stuff. That's a big thing for me as well. And I'm always trying to eat less carbs, but you've been very successful. Uh, I think I've seen a visible difference in your uh, post baby body recently. It seems like you've lost a bit of weight quite quickly. So whatever you're doing, it's working. Thanks. I have been trying very hard. It's working just in time to have another baby. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Um, let's talk about lateness. Both you and I are chronically late. Mm-hmm. Um, in the last year, I think I've given up trying to change that. Where are you at <laughs> with being late? <laughs> I don't focus on it. So well, I just know I'm usually late. I mean, because like you could probably relate. It's like. Like I said, if I have an hour to do something, I just know in my mind, I'm just like, I'm going to wait until like the last 15 minutes because I know I can get this all like squeezed in or whatever. And I don't know. I just, I feel like it's so much a part of me. I just don't see it improve anytime soon. Yeah. I, you know, Randy, you know, she's going to be late. Well, I think, you know, we have to accept ourselves where we are. (laughs) And it's like, just like I would think, you know, everyone should love their body wherever they're at. Uh, mm-hmm. this is this is my life. I'm yeah. late. I'm chronically late. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I I tr- last year, my goal was to be five minutes early to all of my appointments, and I don't know if that ever happened, even <laughs> one time, maybe like <laughs> by accident. But it doesn't work in my brain. Like if I have enough time where I'm gonna be five minutes early, I just think. Why would I leave right now? I'll send one more email or I'll do one mm-hmm. other thing. Like it it like almost seems like a waste of time. And then so I'm always trying to time things to be exactly the right second to get there. Right. And then if anything happens, you're late, which is like every single time. Yep. I today was like, I'm gonna be on time for the gym because I had an early showing and I came and I talked to Bruce. 
And he was like, he kept talking. And I was like looking at my phone and I was like, <laughs> oh no, I was going to be early. <laughs> and I pulled up like exactly. And I was still, yeah, I've just given up on that. Yeah. I, you know, it is, it's who we are. It's identity. What else? Any small things? You said organization is a big thing for you. Have you taken mm-hmm. any micro steps to be more organized? I've actually taken a step back, which is sad <laughs> because I, I've i been trying to put everything in my calendar. And I'd say the past like month or so, I've really struggled to remember to even put things mm-hmm. in my calendar. So that was a big thing was everything's in the calendar whether I have to call somebody or if I'm meeting someone for lunch even if it's just a friend like everything goes in the calendar and I like totally took a step backwards on that um but that's one of the ways organizing my like business files online mm-hmm. has been something I've actually that I took a step forward because they should be complete in one drive now <laughs> Like where we save our files online. Hopefully yeah. everyone's files are there. Um, other small things I'm trying to change. Well, my recipe and my weight goal is all part of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's about it. Do you have any habits that annoy your partner? I'm sure you have. I'm so. sure I do. He hasn't told me what they are yet. <gasps> Stewing I don't know them. if I even want to know. He's doing. He's just doing. I know. Um, yeah, I'm gonna ask now. You you should. I'm gonna blow up. Brandy's I know something that's really. <laughs> I know. I wouldn't say it's like a bad habit, but we did talk about something that I don't do, and he wish I did. But it's very like not appropriate. So I don't know. Oh how my appropriate goodness. We're being. <laughs> This is taking a real turn here, Randy. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. I, um, yeah, I like to believe that I don't do anything that annoying. Uh, but it turns out I do lots of things that annoy him. He told um, you, like what? Oh, yeah, of course he told me. Um, I leave the cabinets open much like being late it's just something that doesn't occur to me Mm -hmm. to change uh i leave cabinets open um i don't say goodbye when i get off the phone uh this has been a frequent complaint from people in my life i don't know if i've ever done this to you probably i don't realize i'm doing it If we were talking, say, uh, and, you know, the conversation felt like it had wrapped up, I might say something like, okay, I'll see you tomorrow, and then I would hang up the phone. And in my mind, we've said goodbye. Mm -hmm. We've finished our conversation. I have given you an ending phrase. And then I hung up the phone. But other people don't feel that way, it turns out. (laughs) They wanted more. They wanted closure. They wanted real closure. See, I feel like you'd appreciate this way of speaking on the phone, right? (laughs) I'm saving people time. But apparently people find it quite rude. So, you know, I won't say I've been working on it, but I've been told I've gotten slightly better. Um, I'm aware of when I'm doing it now. (laughs) 
most of the time. If I'm in a rush, I just tell people I'm in a rush. I can't chat. I think Which that's is fine. usual because I'm usually always late somewhere. So then I'm just like, all right, I'm sorry, but I got to go. Um, I just feel like that's being, it's just being honest. That's I don't being know. efficient. I can be very sarcastic and people who aren't sarcastic don't like it. Mm. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I see. I feel like we're too much the same because I'm just like, well, <laughs> yeah, why would you? Why would anyone <laughs> care about that? That's like. You're just direct with people. It's, yeah, that's the best. Um, <laughs> I remember this one time you had gotten that headshot lady came in, which I've never used that stupid photo. I hate it so <laughs> I much. So she like photoshopped me to oblivion. <laughs> but you said, Erica, will you give me your honest feedback about this photo? And I said, Randy, there's nothing I love more in life than giving someone my honest <laughs> feedback. <laughs> and it's true. It's, that's my joy. It's so true, though. I mean, both ways. And then we've never used those photos again. <laughs> I, I think you pretty immediately got new headshots. Yeah. And then I got new headshots after that again. I know. Well, now you and Kayla have them together. Yeah. Okay, Randy, I've kept you longer than I said I was going to. Oh, so good. This is actually very enjoyable. So well, I didn't know what I'm to glad. expect. So I didn't mean that in a bad way. I had no idea what to expect. Well, because you didn't listen to the trailer. Because <laughs> <laughs> no one sees anything I post on Facebook. Uh, I don't know. Do, do you have anything to promote? Randy and Kayla, you can't promote your real estate business. I was gonna say podcast. you're a realtor, so I can't do that to you. What do you but, um, on? You guys can go watch my baby. He has his own Instagram. I need to post more on there. Yeah, because I could be that girl that just floods everybody's timelines with my child, and instead I just created his own. And I don't even invite people, but if you find him, you can follow him if you want. What is it? Uh, I'm Lex Logan <laughs> on Instagram. I don't think I follow him. I also have an Instagram for my dog. See? And you know what? I have been lax. But I think that is the respectful way of doing it because then I get it. No one else wants to see fucking pictures of my dog except me. (laughs) Like, and people on the internet who love dogs. Mm -hmm. We both know some people that post on their babies Mm -hmm. way too much. Too much. So, you know, opt in. And yeah. I, I'm going to opt in oh, for thanks. those of you. Just who for need... you, I'll opt into Benny, too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, for those of you that need a little extra incentive to follow Randy's baby, he looks like baby John Legend. Oh, my gosh. He <laughs> looks <laughs> just like a baby version of John Legend. How much do you hear that? All the time. It's all the time. That's so funny. <laughs> striking. The resemblance. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to wrap this up now, but thank you for being such a lovely guest, Randy. Thanks, Erica. It's been fun. And that concludes episode two of Needs Improvement. We are now on Apple Podcasts. So if you like what you're hearing, or if you don't, go subscribe, get it delivered right to your phone every two weeks. Set it and forget it. You don't even have to think about it. You can also take a moment to like the Facebook page where I will always post new episodes. And that is at Needs Improve on Facebook. 
and I will be dropping the next all-new episode on Wednesday, July 17th. See you then.